hello everyone. Welcome to Mandory's Excellent Adventure. It's the greatest podcast this side of this podcast. <laughs> I looked over to see Dory, and she was much like the audience yawning. Uh, he's Matt. I'm Dory. Hello. Welcome, one and all. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. I was going more for uh, Lenny and Squiggy. Hello. Oh. Um. Okay. It's okay. You know, I'll just, I'll just reference seventies television by myself. <laughs> No, I mean, it's fine. Nanu, nanu. Nope. Mork for Mork. You don't remember Mork and Mindy? I didn't watch it. I didn't watch like 70s TV. <laughs> Just trying to pull all the 70s TV in my brain and absorb it. So you never watched, let's see, All in the Family. No. Welcome back, Cotter. I mean, I, I think I saw some, like I... You were familiar with the Sweat Hogs. No. What? <laughs> the biggest part of that show is the Sweat Hogs. Johnny Travolta was a Sweat Hog. I didn't, like, watch 70s TV. There wasn't, it wasn't... You remember Horshack, the Puerto Rican... No, the, I didn't watch and then, it. And there was the Puerto Rican Jew whose name was... I didn't watch it. I'm trying to remember his name. Anyway, sorry you didn't watch 70s television. It's fine. You're older than me, but you you know, whatever. <laughs> um, How's it going? Good. How are you? You know, fine. Henry had his first t-ball game today. I got hit with some sort of uh, sleep spell, like some sort, of, some sort of wizard cast some sort of spell on me that made me desperately want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So much so that when Henry went down for a nap or was going down for a nap, I was like, this is my cue. And I went and grabbed a wearable blanket that Dory bought me for Christmas that I have never worn. I wore it once. But I was in shorts and I was like, I don't feel like putting on sweatpants in a long sleeve situation. I'm too cold. What is my solution? I was like, oh, yeah. You could have also just gotten under a blanket. Well, that didn't occur to me because it's been so long since I've slept with blankets um, because I now have a body blanket called sweatpants and a hoodie. That's what I sleep in. Um, but yeah, I got in there. It was a little warm, you know, for my taste. Sure. But like I was out cold and then... How I mean, long, you how were, long was it? Well, you were out immediately because Henry, like, while I was, I was getting Henry ready for his nap. Yeah, literally, you guys went into Henry's room, and I was like, I'm going to find that blanket, and then go lay down. Because he went to, because he was like, I wanted Dita to say goodnight to me. And he went to find you, and then he came back, and he's like, Dita's asleep. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, he's been gone for three minutes. <laughs> like, how is he sound asleep? <laughs> And Wait, so he saw me sleeping first? Yes. Oh, that's so funny. And came back to report that you were asleep. <laughs> and, he was, and he got really sad. And he was like, I just wanted Dita to say goodnight to me. You know how he like stalls. Yes, of course. So, and I was like, okay, well, let me go actually check this out. And I went to the bedroom and you were dead asleep. And I felt kind of bad, but I was like, I don't want this to turn into oh, a no, whole I long was, thing. I was, I'm happy to help anytime I can. So I gently nudged you awake, and then Henry came and gave you a hug. 
because like it could have been honestly when you were nudging me it could have been time for dinner or it could have been a minute from when i fell asleep it was a minute from when you fell yeah, asleep it was, it was it was one of those sleeps where you're like you had no concept no idea what's happening right now fair my body just decided to sleep it was very weird it was like a i don't know although i mean i guess i have them did you take your meds today yeah and you still felt so yeah. tired hmm weird very weird anyway that's that's that but that was after henry's t-ball which was a rousing success he looked cute in his uniform he looked so cute he was wearing little cleats and his cap like real deal cleats like he's got some dory got him some new balance cleats he's running around like he's shohei otani <laughs> well i was like looking for cleats and he has like chunky little feet he's got a high instep and so i like to buy him wide because i find that they tend to be like a little bit more forgiving and there aren't a ton of companies that make like little kid sized wide cleats mm. baseball cleats but good old good old new balance massachusetts is own they came through for me that's exciting yeah that he has new balance cleats like i'm jealous those i i didn't expect them to be like such a thing but you're like your face when when i took them out of the box you were like whoa oh, well, hello <laughs> old xander bogart's over here <laughs> fancy uh, fancy cleats they weren't like they they were a few maybe a few dollars more expensive than like all the other ones yeah, they weren't like a hundred dollars last time i had bought last time i had cleats for baseball purchased for me or bought them myself was like probably 2000 junior senior year of high school mm. so cleat technology has come a long way right so it was like seeing 25 years later yeah it's crazy to say that and almost be accurate with the with the amount mm. of time it's been but you know yeah. two decades there's been a lot of cleat technology advancement yeah and I was telling Henry how they dig into the ground to make it easier for him to run. And then he just kept trying to, he kept trying to walk and stare at his feet, sinking into the ground. Very funny. <laughs> anyway, he had a great time out there. He played, uh, you know, T-ball with four-year-olds is uh, chaotic. The loosest sense of the term sport. Like, it's like <laughs> two teams. Half the team, like, just started leaving in the middle of it. Yeah, because they're kids and they're like, "We're done, I'm done." Yeah, but I will say, I'm I'm proud of the parents who just were like, "Okay," and let the kids leave. Totally. I was like, "Thank God they're not forcing these tired children to stay here." Yeah. Uh, I felt a little bit like Henry's like, "I'm hungry," and I was like, "I was like, well, you can." I was like, "You can eat after you after you guys bat." And he was like. Can I have water? I'm like, yeah, you can have water. <laughs> sitting around him sitting down with his snack box. It's a whole to-do. Mm. So I kind of was like, no. Also, he would he would say he wanted a snack, and then he would come over and eat like a bite, and then be like, okay. And then like 15 minutes later, be like, I need a snack, and then do the same it's thing. It's like the orange slices things for kids that play soccer. Mm, yes. Anyway, it was very cute. They have two, there's scrimmages today, so they were broken up into teams, and one team batted around the lineup twice while the other team fielded, and I use fielded in the loosest sense of the term. Um, but it was good. 
Henry Henry can hit him, you know. Yeah. Not gonna not gonna lie. If anyone wants to scout him early, all major league teams can send someone. Mm. <laughs> That's like joking, but not. I'm not joking. <laughs> he's very he's you know good little lefty hitter. Um, there's a lot of lefties. Did you notice? That? I did notice. I was that. like, what is happening? And I wonder if they really are all lefties or if they're just for some reason batting lefty. I don't know. I feel like because Henry was first, maybe they all were like, that's how I'm supposed to bat. Maybe. I don't know. It was very confusing. It was confusing. Or there's just a lot of lefty lot of kids lefties, out there. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that's a thing that's happening now. Was like, you know, genetically we're evolving to become left-handed. I mean, look, I wouldn't mind. Uh, yeah, it'd be nice to have door handles on the correct side of doors. Just like, yeah. Just like all those little things. For them to open the right way for us, you know. Driving would be nice if it was all geared towards a lefty. Mm -hmm. Anyway, if you're in charge of society, <laughs> if you're a let Freemason, us know. let us know. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was today's big, what do you call it? I was going to call it a hullabaloo, but no. Event. Yeah, it was, yeah. And yesterday was the big, you know, target for two hours. <laughs> well, I took him to a birthday party. Yes. And in the afternoon, he had music class. Yes, which he told me. I've def I figured out how to get him to tell me things, everybody. <laughs> we'll ask him something. And he's like, I'm not going to tell you. Like, he prides himself in not telling us. <laughs> he's not going to tell you. It's <laughs> so like, you say, how was your day? He's like, not going to tell you. Well, because he knows it's something we want out of him. Right. Yeah. So then I was like, well, hmm, I could tell you what I did during uh, the time you were at music class. And he goes, what do you do? I was like, I'm not going to tell you till you tell me how music class, <laughs> what you did during music class. And he goes, uh, okay, I played piano, I say. <laughs> <laughs> he did like rattle off yeah. like five yeah. things. Like, oh, wow, it's quite a music class. And I was like, I did the dishes. Um, <laughs> and then I worked again today when we asked him his favorite part of uh Yeah, and then he asked me what my favorite part was. Right. And I feel like you were going to say bass running also, but then changed your answer so you didn't have the same answer as me. Well, no, I actually was going to say hitting, but I, I didn't know if I should have the same answer as Henry. And then I was like, no, I'll just say, I'll just say hitting. That was my hesitation. I'm glad that you're honest with him about the fact that you enjoyed the hitting. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty with your child is important, uh, even at this age, everyone. <laughs> sure. Um, what's, uh, what else is happening? Mm. There's some unexpected rain. Dory's tennis got canceled. I did get to golf. I only golfed twice. I call it one and a half times this week. Yeah. It was tough. You know, they're. Well, you weren't feeling well. Well, they they were aerating the greens also. And I was just like, I'm not going to go drive out there. Right. To play nine holes and not be able to play another nine. And then the, just, the greens are sanded. I just was like, No. Even though I will say my swing is is very nice right now, striking the ball well, as they say. Mm, congratulations! Uh, and by well, I mean I'm striking the ball, and it's going in the general direction in which I th want it to go. 
good you know i watch these guys like you know the today i was watching the rbc classic or whatever the hell it's called mm-hmm. i was watching them like you know like john rom put it within five feet from 180 yards i'm just like wow i mean i could i could luck out and have that happen once or twice mm-hmm. a week mm-hmm. but the other eight times in a week it's gonna go uh, in the woods and i'll never find the ball again. <laughs> anyway professional golfers are good you heard it here first thanks for joining us on the podcast about <laughs> golf um before we take a break i do just want to remind everyone that they can email us please email us we did not get a lot of emails this week matt and dory gmail or dory and matt at gmail um, you can also call or text us at 413-461-BABY we do have a uh, we have a follow-up after the break which i think people will be intrigued by all right follow up after the break here it comes we'll be right back hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is. That's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those, like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks. 
All I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. And we're back. You know, there was another thing that I wanted to mention. Yeah, what is it? Do you remember a while ago when we were talking about how we didn't have any dishes? Yes. And there was a company that reached, there's someone from a company that reached out to us, a company called Hand with two A's. And they ended up sending us a few dishes. And then in the the meantime, like we bought some dishes, but then they recently got back in touch and they were like, would you like anything else? And I was like, actually, we could use some small bowls and like a serving platter. And they sent them to us, which was like very nice of them. And they are offering our listeners a discount. Hello. And their stuff is really nice. Do you want top quality, beautifully, uh, I think each piece is individual because they hand make everything. Like, honestly, I think the finishes, uh, though matching, are like there's slight differences in every. Yeah, they're beautiful. It's beautiful stuff. It's beautiful stuff. Stuff so. that I think, honestly, it's like, well, this is this is too nice for us. <laughs> but it seems sturdy. Which That's like, true. Absolutely. I guess only time will tell. But but oh, you it know does what it was? Sturdy. It was like they had we had a, we had one of their serving bowls on the table the other day, and I like knocked it with another plate, and it like rang like porcelain, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> So. <laughs> that was such a terrible edit. You were laughing yourself. You laughed yourself into your own edit. I did. I'm leaving this in because that's very funny. Well, it was an abruptly ending laugh. Well, you were having a good time, and I just was like, anyway, let's make sure Dory gets the URL right so everyone yeah. can go and get their awesome porcelain. So you get 15% off if you use the code Dory, and that's at hand.us slash Dory. So H A A N D dot us slash dory promo code is dory d-o-r-e-e and yet you get 15 percent off it says limited to one use per customer i don't know if that means you have to be a first time customer or if like you've already been a customer you can use it again you can use it like even though you've already bought stuff from them but yeah check it out it's a nice discount and use it once please (laughs) these people are making Uh. things by hand hence the name yeah. But also it's great stuff. Yeah. Um you, if you want like some sort of like a, if you want a plate that reminds you of a like a beautiful partly cloudy day, <laughs> they have a finish for that. Yeah, that's actually a really good way of describing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want one that reminds you of the richness and vibrance of the earth's nutrients rich soil, they have a finish for that. Mm. They've got some beautiful finishes. I'm here to describe. Wow, you <laughs> you're really no, but their stuff really is no, beautiful. All, look, and, it has all made an impact. And I am very grateful to them for reaching out to us after someone who works for them listens to the podcast and um, reached out. And that was very that was very kind. We were talking about how we don't have any plates. Well, bowls really was the bowls, big thing. Bowls was really the issue. We had like at some point whittled down to like I think four, uh, ooh, two. No, it was like it was like two and a half bowls. <laughs> One of them, like they, they all had like chips on them. They were using Dory's crate and barrel stuff from. It was West Elm or from nineteen seventy eight. I want to say the late aughts, two thousand nine. We'll call yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, and like from- it actually like besides the bowls, a lot of it had held up reasonably well. 
but the bowls, for some reason... Yeah, but like every week a new bowl gave up its ghost. <laughs> That's true. It's true. Like, I'm out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it was time. Um, <laughs> Just laughing at you, laughing into your own edit. That was very funny. Okay. Good job, honey. Thank you. That was the right, everything was correct there, and we did it. Now go to H-A-A-N-D dot U-S <laughs> slash D-O-R-E-E. Um, all right. 50% now, off your order. We are going to... One use per customer. Okay, we're going to get to uh, voicemail now. I love it. It's like I'm doing an ad read, but we're not doing an ad read. I know. Even it's though that's it. an ad read, but technically. Yeah. We were paid in bowls. <laughs> exactly. And they're fantastic um, Matt, would you like to play a voicemail? Okay, what is this? We'll find out together. Here we go. That was a good edit, Matt. Oh, no. I, I ruined the edit by not playing oh my God. With the sound up. <laughs> Everyone, I just want you to know, practice makes perfect. We'll figure it out eventually. Hey, guys. Um, I'm the one who called in a couple of weeks ago about getting easily frustrated and kind of checked out when I'm spending time with my little kids. And I just wanted to follow up and say I've really enjoyed hearing all of the responses and solidarity. Um, I especially enjoyed the woman who said she'd rather remove her own toenails with a spoon than play with her kids. <laughs> um, and while I agree with the comments that are kind of like my kids are really young and I'm kind of quote-unquote in it and this is just a season of life, I think for a while I've taken those kinds of comments to mean, okay, I can just wait this out and things will sort of magically get easier or better. And that probably is not the intention of those comments, but I'm also sort of realizing for myself I'm coming to the point where I'm like, even if things do change, which they will because kids are always changing, this is my life now and I need to do something to improve my mindset rather than just sort of like waiting for this to pass. So um, that being said, I really appreciate the suggestions about like making more time for myself during the day and maybe letting some things at work slide a little bit just for 30 minutes or whatever. Um, and also, you know, prioritizing sleep because I think those will help. Um, and to the person who said that it isn't the adult's job to play with kids, I think in a lot of ways I agree um, I'm actually surprised at how much my kids play together at three and a half and one, but there's also a lot of like refereeing of the older kid not to get too aggressive and pull toys out of her brother's hands and all of that. Um, but to that point, like not to get too full circle, but I actually think a lot of my general malaise relates to what Dory was talking about in relation to Passover and Easter. Um, like my family moved to a new state a couple of years ago and we work from home. And while we have some friends, we don't have family nearby. We don't really have the type of friends where we have like a standing play date or, you know, a Sunday dinner or anything like that. Um, so we don't, we don't have anyone where we can just like drop off the kids and say, Hey, we need a break or Hey, just, you know, come by right now when the kids can play together while we sit on the deck and drink cocktails or whatever. So it feels like outside of work and daycare hours, like every single thing falls to me and my husband. Um, and I really feel the absence of that kind of community to fall back on. 
So that's just some additional thoughts. Um, thanks again for everything. I know I'm not alone, and I appreciate hearing from you guys every week. Bye. Bye, and thank you. Yeah, I noticed that today at uh, T-Ball, a lot of, like a few, few sets of grandparents were there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, we can't really have grandparents come watch his T-Ball game. Because they live across the country. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I mean... I think that's I think that's part of why we find going to like my brother's house so like relaxing in a way. The fact that we sometimes aren't fully responsible for whatever Henry is doing in the moment. And and we it's I don't feel like slightly on edge about like his behavior or you know what I mean like it's just like this is our family. We can just like relax. I don't feel obligated to like do shit. Oh yeah. You know, a weirdo. He's a weirdo. And also like, if you want to sit with my brother and watch TV at like, that's fine. Like no one cares. You know what I mean? No one cares. Like you don't have to like be engaging with people all the time. This is true. I think that's the, that's it. It's the ability to not have to engage with people all the time in a social situation that differentiates like a situation where you're like just full. It's like family. You're like fully comfortable with them. And then other even like close friends. Like if we just if we were going over to someone's house, I would not feel comfortable being like, I'm just going to go watch TV. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um by the way, I see one of our bowls right there. <laughs> one of the old West Elm bowls is right there in your office. Stop pointing at it. <laughs> it's gonna feel bad that you're talking about it. It's like I survived. <laughs> I'm here, damn it. Um yeah, it's hard to not have those those people. Yeah. I agree. To a certain extent. But I think also it's not just being comfortable. I think it's also um, just, maybe it is just being comfortable. I don't know. But it's good to have family around. Yeah. (laughs) But we don't have any family around. TLDR. It's good to have family around. TLDR. We're moving to Connecticut. I mean, no, but. We're not, even though. I always say we should move to Connecticut. Do you? I've been saying it for at least a minute and a half now. <laughs> All right. What's next? Um, we have another voicemail, actually. Well, then I will play it. Here we go. Voicemail City. Population. This podcast. Oh, my God. This question is for... Or this comment is for Matt. I'm, I'm the person who... Uh, I'm the monster who said no to our daughter when she wanted when she wanted me to put her to bed um, in the name of uh, mental health and sanity because of all the things I have done before she goes to bed, including all the things, putting her brother to bed, you know, trying to clean the house, all the things. Anyway, tonight she was going to bed. I was I was making lunches. I was trying to go to the bathroom. I was. I just gotten up from putting her brother to bed. Anyway, and she goes, Mommy, 
have you eaten dinner yet? And I <laughs> said, no, I haven't. She goes, okay, good night. And then she went upstairs, and my husband's currently putting her to bed. So anyway, I just want you to know wow. the fruit of my labor is being realized as I'm now able to have clean up the house, wash bottles, eat dinner, go to the bathroom, clean out the car, do all the things. So um, I feel like my 10 seconds of being a real dick. <laughs> uh, Mom, you're being a dick right now. Put that mind in the sand in the name of mental health and insanity. Um, anyway, you guys are great. Thanks. Thank you for clarifying. And also, I guess, sharing your update on the fact that your child now understands that you are a human being who needs things <laughs> like food, water, and shelter. Oh. oh. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. <laughs> um, anyway, the... In, well, in regards to that, like... It'd be, it'd be, I would have been like more on board if you had like tried and failed to put the child away to bed away, <laughs> put the child away, uh, because Henry, if Henry's not a hundred percent tired, putting him to bed lately is, is a nightmare. Is a is a is a is a clusterfuck. That's why the other night when you went out, when did you go? When did you? When did? When was I putting him to bed solely? Um, I think that was like Monday or Tuesday or something like that. I'm trying to remember when. Oh, that was Wednesday. Yeah, so it was neither Monday nor Tuesday. <laughs> uh, so I just I I I pushed bath because I was like, I'm not gonna fight this kid on going to sleep right now. Mm-hmm. So we wa- we 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 watched television until. What time was it? Maybe seven. And then started the bath process. And I left his room at eight, you know, for the last, like last time at eight 30. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I would be leaving the room at eight 30 if I'd started this at six. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was rather than it being a two and a half hour ordeal, it was only a 90 minute ordeal. Mm. Anyway, that's all. He's just because he, he's got to be tired now. Yeah. Especially now that he has his, uh, his, his the little child lock thing off his door. Uh-huh. He's a free-roaming baby now. Right, right, right. So, like, you know, on the weekend days, I wake up to his face in my face. And he goes, hi, Dita. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what time is it? He goes, I'm like, okay. Speaking of, he ran away. He wanted to, uh, Holly just texted us that he wanted to know if he could join us. Oh, sure. He can come on the podcast, tell us about some things. Hello, Henry. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm actually going to go leave something for someone outside. Wow. So, Henry, it's going to be me and you doing the podcast together. For okay. a couple minutes. Okay. No. Hey, you know what? I want you to be out of the podcast. Uh-huh. He wants me to be out of the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hi, Henry. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it's very funny. What is a tootie? What is a tootie? I'll tell you. Uh, Duty. Ha-ha. Henry, you're killing it on the mic. You're doing a great job being a good co-host. What is it? Hold on. Henry, did you have fun at T-Ball today? Uh-huh. 
Nice. And did you have fun at the park with Holly? Yeah. What'd you do? Nothing. No slides? Nothing like that? Nothing. Did you do any seesaw? Nothing, 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 nothing. Wow. Nothing. This is the joy of having a child communicate with you. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Henry, what's your favorite TV show? Oh, yeah. It is Stinky and Dirty. Yeah, you're really in a stinky and dirty phase right now. You're having a great time with it. You watched it. You watched it this morning when you woke up. Do you remember what time you climbed on top of me this morning? What time? Do you remember what time it was when you woke up? 5.50. (laughs) That's right. It was 5.50. And what did you want to do? What was the first thing you wanted to do? Hey, look, yeah. I wonder you have this thing that holds them together over here and then separates them into two pieces. Well, they really shouldn't separate. You're pulling apart the uh, left and right channel of the of the headphones. Yeah, be careful with those. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh that was so loud. That was so loud. That's a good question. I would say we'll probably be done in in, in, in like fifteen to twenty minutes. Uh, fifteen minutes. Fifteen to twenty around around there. So at what time? I would say probably around five ten or five fifteen. So what are you gonna do, Henry, at like five o'clock today? Uh, lots to get dirty. Interesting, because Mama said 5.15. But you said 5 o'clock. I know, I did say 5 o'clock, and she said 5.15 after me, so we'll go with the original ruling, 5 o'clock it is. do 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 Turn around, off my headphones. That's a great way to exit a podcast. Turn around, Whoa. off my headphones. Okay. Now you're all trapped in, in, the, right. in, this, in the one meter of floor space. Henry, do not take my trash barrel, please. Every time I put my trash back in here, you take it outside and don't allow me to bring it back in. And I just put it in this morning. Thank you. Thank you for visiting. We appreciate you. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Wow. That was an exciting guest. Oh, yeah? Did you learn anything? Not a thing. Oh. We learned his favorite TV show, Stinky and Dirty. Uh, We'll be right back back ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, we're back. Hello. All right. I'm glad Henry came to kill some time. (laughs) Um, Okay, we have an email. This is from Anonymous. Uh, Dear Matt, Dorian, fellow eggheads, thank you so much for all these years of making the podcast. I hope you will continue the show. I need your advice on a matter. Due to male factor infertility, we needed IVF with ICSI. Our son was born in 2019 and our daughter in 2022. Our family is complete now. My husband's best friend was also diagnosed with male factor infertility. As they knew about our infertility, they shared their IVF journey with us. They needed a TESI procedure. Due to COVID, there was a very long waiting list. I asked them about their thoughts on donor sperm. 
as I knew this too had a very long waiting list, so they might as well register in case the Tessie was unsuccessful. However, they were very clear about this. If the Tessie was unsuccessful, they wouldn't go for an alternative. The wife's viewpoint on this was that she wanted to become pregnant by her husband and not by some random dude. Part of her child wish was based on this shared DNA and seeing your husband reflected in this baby. My husband's friend would never press his wife into getting pregnant by donor sperm to fulfill his wants and needs of becoming a father. There wasn't any sperm found during the Tessie procedure, and that was the end of it. It is a very hard process for the both of them as they had their lives all set up for this next stage of becoming parents. We haven't really talked about it in the aftermath. During my second pregnancy, I texted them to let them know it was okay to skip visiting after the birth or joining the baby shower, but they let us know it was not a problem for them and they were just happy for us. Mm. Now, here comes the part I need your advice on. In our discussion of what to do with our remaining embryos, it turns out my husband is open-minded on donation. I asked him if he would be open to becoming a sperm donor to our friends, and after some thinking, he would be open to that. Yes, I know that would mean IVF and ICSI again, but that is fully covered by insurance, which makes it a doable option. Now, I know they are very clear on this issue, but I still feel we need to offer my husband becoming a donor once. He has a great relationship with his friend's wife, and they have a lot of similarities in character, looks, and education. But I don't know how to open this conversation. Or should I just wait until they ask? I also don't want to stir their relationship as I think that he might be open to it and she might not. I also don't want to harm our friendship. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Love, Anonymous. I'm curious to hear the clinic's thoughts on doing donor sperm that requires ICSI. Interesting. Great point. Because I think they'd be like, no. Yeah. Very good point. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want us to... Uh, anyway, that's beside... That's like the... It's beside the point. Uh, what is my advice to you regarding this situation with your friends? I don't know. Don't bring it up. <laughs> Do you have thoughts? Uh, if your I husband think- was like, my, my, you know, if your husband's sperm was like out of control, the best sperm ever. Mm-hmm. Then you could bring it up. Interesting. But that's a factor I hadn't even really thought about till you said it. The male factor? Well, just that like the clinic might be like, what? No. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like, what? Um I think I think what you ca- what you could do if you really felt called to make this offer, I would send an email. Remember that like all the Oh yeah, all Dory's advice is all my advice is to send an email and not spring these things on people in a conversation where they have to respond right away and might feel like ambushed. Um not ambushed, but just like needing to have a response right away that like yeah. they haven't thought through. And I would say, you know, Robert and I have been talking and he would be open to donating sperm you know, just explain the situation and say that he would be, you know, he'd be open to doing it and um, totally understand if this is not something that you would ever be interested in, but felt like I needed to at least make the offer. Um, You know, we will not at all be whatever decision you make. Like we won't be personally, you know, I don't even think it's that just say, you know, just let them know if you, it's there if you need it. Yes. And like, you know, no rush and the sperm's there. If you the sperm's need it. there. Um, 
I would maybe, I don't know. Would you, would you also add like, depending on whether the clinic is open to doing it? I mean, that's like, I would just make a quick phone call. That's a, that's a good point. To the clinic. That is a good like, point. Hey, is this a thing you would even do? Right. Right. That's fair. Because they usually are like, you know, they want donor sperm to be. Top notch. Top notch. Numero uno. Yeah. Number yeah. one sperm. Good point. Good point. So, yeah. If anyone else has any thoughts, please let us know. Email us or leave us a voicemail. Uh, it's 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 very sweet that you want to help your friends with their uh, infertility, but also you should know that like not 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 every problem has a solution that you can provide. Mm. And it's okay. It's just it's just how life is sometimes. Um, that is that is very profound, Matt. Well, I've 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 lived a I've lived a life. Okay, you have lived. Uh, but also, like you know, I think the fact that you're there and, and and ready to support them, however they need to be supported, is enough. Don't try to solve a problem that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you can't solve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, that was my two and a half cents. Thank you. Um, all right, Matt, do you want to read these last two texts? Uh, where is it? It's right after that email from Beth. There, there, oh, right there. Th- these are texts? Yes. These are long. I know. Uh, this is Beth. Okay, here we go. Yes, Matt, you were right about Bret Hart and Stampede Wrestling. Oh, it's beautiful. Yes. This is from Sir, <laughs> Sir Pal from, from not uh, Ontario, but <laughs> Alberta. Uh, well, mostly. They were based in Calgary, which is in Alberta, not Ontario, but Stampede Wrestling did start in the same province I live in. Speaking of Ontario, pretty sure you thought Edmonton was in Ontario because Ontario sells itself as the center of the country and the only real province. <laughs> you just succumbed to the conspiracy theory. Look, I'm I'm familiar with all of Canada's tricks. And I like to be. And if anyone else is like... Here's another Canada trick. Let me know. Uh, that's Beth from Rainy Edmonton. Too bad the snow just melted and we haven't had a chance to set up the rain barrels yet. Could have been decent harvest today. The happy hippie. Oh, harvesting rain. <laughs> you like to shower with? That's pretty cool. Uh, pause the pod once again when they heard... Uh, I heard your psychoanalysis of my entertainment enjoyments. <laughs> uh, nope, not about it being a single person up there entertaining me. Oh, the, regarding she was uh, not a fan of stand-up much in the same way she was not a fan of magicians. And I'm not a fan of magicians, but I have a soft spot for stand-ups. Uh, I've done and seen plenty of one-person plays. Oh, that's interesting. That's like my nightmare, actually. Solo vocalist or instrumentalist, no worries. I've paid to see Kevin Smith live three times and nearly fallen out of a sea left. He does, he's a great tor- storyteller. Um, off true, not about so it's not about solo artists. Hannah Gadsby talked a lot about stand up in one of her Netflix specials. Is that Blue Lady? Blue Person? Blue Person? Their stand up. Uh, never mind. This is, this is Bo looks like the saddest dog in the world. <laughs> um, 
anyway, she summed up my feelings way better than I can. Everything she said landed. That was the first time I think that someone understood, and I've forgotten all the reasons why. Anyway, maybe stand up and magic feel disingenuous to me or something. Regardless, they make me uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, fun fact: Smodcast led me to tell him Steve, Dave, and Phoebe, and then your crossover Smodcast appearance led me to the excellent adventure. So, Matt, I've been with you since the early tens. Oh my God, you've been with me for a while. Whenever you started Phoebe, I miss it, and I want you to hang out with Scott again. Oh, that's very nice. You really miss Phoebe breeds. Phoebe breeds was a good segment. Beth out. Uh, I just talked to Scott last week. I miss Scott too. I wish he didn't live so far. And by so far, I mean an hour and a half. I mean, you guys could record remotely. We also could have lunch. And you could have lunch. Like, very easily. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I just trying to wrap my head around that sometimes. I'm like, we've, we've talked about it. We threatened to do it. <laughs> you should just do it. I know. Just pick a day. Because, like, you know, Wednesday I go up after golf. Yeah. Be there for lunch. Yeah. I'm going to text him right after this. Okay. And we're going to have lunch with Scott. I bet you're not Beth, going to. Watch this. Beth, I'm going to start texting Scott right now. No, you're not. I am. I don't believe you. Boom. There we go. I've started the conversations. As, as Scott and I... For some reason, we text each other. We, we open the volley with Scott or Matt. The other person then replies the other name. Mm -hmm. And then the conversation begins. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, Bo, we'll, we'll let you out of here pretty soon. We just have to talk about Patreon for a second, and then you're going to be able to go outside, okay? Uh, hey, reminder, you can support us on Patreon and get two bonus episodes per month. They're available there. Patreon.com mm -hmm. forward slash excellent adventure. Huge thanks to our Patreon supporters. Hey, hey, Bo, it's okay. Just help me read these names. Uh, if you support us at the $5 level or above, you'll get your name right on the podcast each month. You also get the back catalog of Patreon episodes if you support us there. So if you need, uh, I don't know, a lot of hours of content, it's there. So thanks to the following people. Uh, one, a non and a non-E mouse, which I like. And then one, two, 14 anonymous people. Thank you. Including anonymous anonymous? That was 15. Mm. Uh, apothecarian. Thank you. What does that mean? What's apothecarian? I assume it's something related to an apothecary. Oh. Uh, April Holwerda. Uh, Ariel. Arth RT. RT. There you go. Phonetic spelling. <laughs> Arthur Finney. Ashley. Ashley Sicily. Ashton Rubio. Aubrey Watson. Aurora. Bailey. Barrett. Becca Foster. Ben, a PhD. Benji, not a PhD. <laughs> well done. Bethany G. Bianca Loria. Bradley Johnson. Brett Jarrett, first recipient of the Christopher Pike Medal of Valor. Nice. Brett, thanks for coming over to this podcast as well. Brianna Taylor. Uh, Brittany Bonanza. Brittany Nelson. Bruno Macias. And Captain Velvet Thunder. Oh, hello. <laughs> Love it. Uh, email us, storymat at gmail, Matt and Dory gmail. We'll talk to you guys next week. Goodbye.